Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yankee Stadium. They win the final game 5 to 2 to remain the baseball champions of the world. The Yankees with this 9 to nothing crusher have won their 17th World Series. The Yankees again are world champions. The Yankees win their 21st World Series. The Yankees are champions of baseball. Ball game over. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The Yankees are back on top. World champions for the 27th time. All right, everybody. Welcome back to episode 53 of the Chase for 28 podcast. Our tribute to Bobby Abreu. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my podcast, Paisano, AJ. What's up, my man? I'm back. It's good to uh, be speaking Yankees in a positive, well, maybe positive way tonight. Well, after the last episode, while you were on special assignment, which I appropriately titled it, they suck. I, I listened. <laughs> I listened. And good thing you're here now. You weren't You weren't far off. Like, they, they, they sucked. Do they still suck? It's a good possibility. The injuries are racking up. So maybe they well, really we'll see what do happens. suck. <laughs> we'll see what happens if I have to go to the uh, the Rob Schneider. We suck again. <laughs> every, every time I think about when a team sucks, all I can think of is major league when the guys are doing the uh, the grounds crew. And they're, <laughs> I, I believe they were of some Asian descent and they didn't use the suck word. But that's all I can keep thinking about. <laughs> well, hey, it's it's a new week. And again, we take the Yankees one week at a time. So <laughs> it was a good week, AJ. They were undefeated this week. <laughs> Here we go. And that's, you got to start somewhere. All right. Speaking of starting somewhere, uh, first, trivia question. Trivia. You're back and you brought trivia to I the did. table. What do I, you got for I us? I brought it. So here's the, here's the uh, question. And I'm not going to throw a multiple choice one out there. I, I, I teased Chris for a second because it was multiple choice last time. But here's the question for you. Which Yankee collected at least... 170 RBI in three different seasons. One person in three seasons hit 170 RBI. It's All right. I'll, I'll have a guess later in the episode and uh, you'll have the answer. I do have the answer. I might have the answer too. You never know. Uh, you might. Don't Google it. I'm not. No Google. I'm just saying. I play this game fair and square. Okay. All right. A uh, couple of things here in Yankee land. Let, let's recap where the Yankees are. They are still in first place. Still in first place. They are seventy-seven and forty-eight in the AL East. They lead Tampa Bay by seven and a half games. Remember when they had a fifteen-game lead? I do, and we knew that wasn't going to stay. Nah, that would have been historic baseball. Which I mean, they did tease us. They did. They trail the Astros by three and a half games for best record in the American League, and I mean it's it's inconsequential, but they do trail the Dodgers and a bunch of other teams. Uh, they trail the Dodgers by 
10 for best game for best record in all of baseball. Yeah, but that doesn't matter anymore because am I correct? They're still doing whoever wins the uh, all-star game is home field in this World Series. Is that, that true? I do not know. Okay. I don't know if they changed the format. I know they were doing the home run derby thing. Like the all-star game counts as something. So who knows? I know that. Actually, I think it alternates. Oh, it, it's back to know. alternating again? I think. I don't okay. know. Well, whatever. We'll check. It doesn't matter, game. honestly. But here's what does matter. They want to have, they need to have best record in the American League that to have home true. field advantage for the AL playoffs. That is true. And and Houston has, has its share of problems too. So, you know, while they're in first place and they're doing all the things, they're not really playing great baseball. And I still think they're beatable, although it depends what Yankee team. We need to beat them have. for them to be beatable. Correct. Correct. I told you that was the competition from the beginning. You right. did. Right. You did. That. So, so this week, as I said before, they were are undefeated this week. They swept the Mets. Very few people saw that coming. Yeah. So 2-0 and against the Mets, and uh, then they were off on uh, Wednesday, and then last night, as we're recording this, they defeated Oakland. So that's their third win for the week. And they're currently playing the Oakland Athletics, uh, a major league team, or, or sorry, a triple-A team masquerading as a major league team at this point. The Athletics are 46-80. and 80 dead last in the AL West, by far the worst team in baseball. Just real quick, if we can rewind one second. I want to give Yankees some props. They've won four in a row. So if we're doing a calendar week from Sunday to today, you know, they've won four in a row. Hopefully, you know, we haven't seen the game yet. It hasn't started yet um, on the East Coast, but we're going for five. So I don't care who it is. You know, we, we, we were, uh, we, I didn't play with them, but the Yankees were facing some teams that we thought were beatable. You know, we allowed Boston to kind of creep in there and get their first win of, uh, of any AL East competition they've had. So they won their first series. Um, you know, we this team was in a slump. And I think uh, I think that trade deadline really messed them up. I really do. And I really think it messed up the chemistry. Um, but I think, you know, they're, they're, they're awake a little bit because we got a rookie I want to talk about in a little bit. I, I kind of like this kid. Okay, we're going to talk about the rookie. All right. A um, couple of headlines here as we get into this episode. Uh do you think Andrew Benintendi is starting to settle? Hey, in? now, told you I like that trade. It, it, it didn't happen instantly, yeah. but he's playing good baseball, right. and he's been playing good baseball right. for about two weeks now. And, you know, I was listening to the game the other night. I don't remember what night it was exactly. I wish I could say, but, you know, his bat's starting to come alive. Like, I know his average dropped, but um, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was David Cohn who was saying that at Kauffman Stadium, trying to hit the ball out is just impossible. So he might have changed his swing for Kauffman Stadium to kind of match the dimensions there. Now coming into Yankee Stadium, he's got to regroup and reconfigure his swing. And, and he's driving the ball all over the place. Yes. And he's hitting the ball hard. He, he's hit some nice balls in the gaps. Yes. Got his first home run on Sunday, and that was a nice shot. So his swing is looking good. He's feeling more confident. He's feeling part of the team. But, of course, our, our guy Joey Gallo is raking <laughs> With the Dodgers throwing out people from the outfield, hitting home runs, maybe it was the curse of Gallo. Like we let he we traded him, and and they don't stop winning over there in L.A. No, hold on, let me, let me tell you this real quick. So <laughs> on Joey Gallo, I was talking with uh with the podcast Padre the other day. All right, shout out to Pops. Wow. And he mentioned how you know Gallo's playing good in L.A. And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, but okay, he's got a batting average now, and he's hit a couple home runs. But I said, I'm sure he's probably still Joey Gallo. And he's striking out a ton. Yeah. So is. my dad texted me yesterday. He goes, Gallo has 16 strikeouts and 35 at bats with the Dodgers. Right. So right. 
Right, the sample size is not what it was. You know, the sample size is still small, and and he was, you know, he was going to get re-energized a little bit just just starting up. So I'm not saying I'm just saying it's funny that like he's with us, we're winning. He leaves, we're losing. Dodgers are hot because he he jumps in there. So hey, maybe maybe Gallo is like the uh, the missing link. Let's put it this way: when we get to, uh, I'll be generous. When we get to Game Seven of the World Series and Joey Gallo comes up with the opportunity to win the World Series for the Dodgers against the Yankees, and we've got, you know, whoever's closing at that moment on the mound, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> I have no doubt that Gallo will strike out. Long long way to go, though. So let's... Uh, <laughs> long way to go. <laughs> whether it's the Yankees or somebody else, and Joey Gallo, we'll see what he does. Yeah. All right, uh, next. So again, this week, the Yankees, they swept the Mets. AJ, your thoughts? Uh, that was a good, good sweep. That was very important for... Not even the subway aspect of it. That was very important for themselves to feel good about beating a team who is a upper echelon team. You know, we've been kind of looking at a lot of the wins lately and saying, oh, they beat this team. They're not very good. They beat this team. They're not very good. But coming off of a win against your best pitcher for Toronto and then coming off beating Scherzer um, and even Walker, like he's not he's not great, but he's a dominant pitcher at times. And that ball was moving around a lot. You know, until that that inning, Benintendi got what he hit a double or a single, broke up the no hitter. I think it was a single, but after that, that game was all Yankees because they got. Into and and I think the bigger win was beating Scherzer. Absolutely, Scherzer didn't have it. Like Domingo Herman was nasty, and Scherzer just looked like he was just throwing the ball around. Yeah, big big series and, uh, win, good confidence boost. Just as a point of reference, uh, going back to the old. Uh, my way I'm tracking the standings this year. Yeah. Uh, so if, if you're not familiar tuning in for the first time, I'm doing this side project where I am just tracking series wins, losses and series splits. And it, the standings look like uh, the NHL where I'm assigning points for w- sweeps, wins, losses and splits, etc. So the Mets, they are through 37 series. Okay. They are 20. Uh, sorry. They're, they're through 38 series. 28, 7, and three, six series sweeps. Uh, the Mets only recently, they lost their first divisional series mm-hmm. for the first time all year. They mm-hmm. lost the series to the Braves. Yes. Uh, they have 70 points. The Yankees, they are 23, 11, and five. Again, the month of August, most of half July, half August, we want to forget. Um, and the Yankees are now third in the, the league in series sweeps. Fun fact. The Nationals and Royals are the only teams in baseball to not sweep a series. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Even the Athletics have swept one series. Against Houston, I believe. Yes. So good for us. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else on the Mets? Um, I'll be excited to see what the Mets do going forward. I, I think they're. I think the Braves are still a very good team. But we don't talk about that. So we'll just move on. Yeah. Turn, turn over to the Field of Dreams podcast, folks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up. The return of Giancarlo Stanton. So I watched that last night. Yes. <laughs> that first at bat was absolutely horrendous. Like the dude was like, <laughs> like he never swung a His bat first before. It was horrendous. He like, oh, that hit was, that was, a, the ball was like six inches off the ground. Yeah, but it was 119 miles an hour off the bat. It's true. Still an ugly swing. He's got an ugly, he does stiff have an ugly swing. swing. He's not loose at all, the, ever. The, the balls that he swung at before that one, I was like, ooh, did he, has he like, and looking at his minor league rehab starts, like it was like when he struck out twice, they're like hit a dribbler to the pitcher. <laughs> I was like, oh great! <laughs> you can't even like hit in double A. He was in Somerset. 
Volpe yeah. can hit in double A and Stanton can't. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Stanton did not have the rehab stint that Bryce Harper did. Oh my gosh. Bryce Harper is coming back. I'm angry person. <laughs> yes. Um, so Stanton is back. Uh, Boone, I'm going to paraphrase Boone basically saying, you know, having him back in the lineup puts that, that scary bat in the lineup, which yeah. makes the lineup a little more dynamic. Yeah, need it. Yeah. Do you know what the lineup is tonight? I do. I have it. If you give me- Are they resting Stanton? Uh, yes, they're, they decided one game is enough. Um, sorry, I have the lineup right here in front of me because I'm watching the game. Uh, LeMahieu, Judge, Stanton, Torres, Donaldson, Benintendi, Trevino, Connor Falafa, and Oswaldo Cabrera. Who's playing first base? Uh, DJ. D- oh, okay. Wait, no, DJ the third base. Third, I mean, they have two third basemen, so it must be, it's gotta be DJ. <laughs> it's listed as two third basemen here, so I'm going to guess DJ is playing third base though. Then who's playing first? I meant, I'm sorry, I meant first. And Donaldson Donaldson's at third base. Okay. My apologies. Gotcha. All right, cool. So again, yeah, they're in Oakland. As you have that on the screen, you know, feel free to give us any updates. Hasn't already yet. There's your update. <laughs> <laughs> um, Game's on Prime, though, in case you want to watch, everybody. Yeah. I I'm just kidding, because I know you're sorry. This after. I had to watch that second Met game on SNY, because I wasn't putting on. Sny? Sny. <laughs> uh, Sny. When I was on vacation a couple weeks ago, I was on a cruise ship, and uh, they had the Yankee Red Sox game. They had Nesson on the ESPN International feed. Nice. So I got to listen to them talk about Kevin Euclid for a half hour before my wife was like, shut it off. Yeah. And she didn't say shut it off because she don't like Kevin Euclid. (laughs) She just didn't want to watch baseball. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next up, Nestor is on the IL. Yeah. What's going on? Where did that even come from? I didn't even hear anything about that. All of a sudden, it popped up yesterday. It hasn't pitched in days. I don't know. I think, I don't think his groin's really hurt. Yeah. What do you think? I think they're just giving him a little time off. Probably. He's pitched more than he's ever pitched. Right. They got Schmidt. They want to use him as a starting role. So I get it. I get it. He'll skip a couple starts, rest up. Okay. That's fair. So I think it's a faux injury. Yeah. Like the Severino injury? You think that's like totally rest? Oh, that is totally, absolutely, totally rest. Bring bring him back so they, they've got his arm fresh. You know, because, There's I mean, we didn't have Montgomery's arm and- Oh my gosh. Can we, can, I'm sorry. Can we just digress for one second? Go ahead. Digress. Can we talk about the fact that Jordan Montgomery pitched a nine inning game the other day? And nine inning, one hit. One, one hit. A double. No runs. No runs. No runs. No runs. Okay, but that guy is not trustworthy in the playoffs. No. No. I'm sure glad we've got Frankie Montas. Let me tell you. Hey, at least he pitched. I'm, I'm, I can't talk badly about him. He pitched wonderfully against the Mets. What's his ERA now? Seven? Matter, maybe six. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying it was a good move. It had it had to be Castillo. It had to be the move. And we haven't. I have not been on this show since then. Uh, it had to be Castillo. It was not and Castillo. It wasn't. But it's too late anyway. at this point. You know they didn't want to give up Volpe. I get it. I get it. Cabrera looks good. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get to the future, let's talk about this piece of the future. You want to talk about Oswaldo Cabrera? Go ahead. I like what I'm seeing. I like the heart. I like the hustle. He seems like a smart baseball mind kid. You play multiple positions, which is outstanding by itself. Here's my fear, though. Is this the Glaber Torres effect? What do you mean? Well, when Glaber came up, everybody's like, oh, this is great. This is the future. This kid's going to be fantastic. And Glaber's an idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> that play the other night against the Mets solidified me wanting him traded more than anything in the world. And there was talk that there there was a rumor flowing out that there was some big trade that didn't go down that he potentially would have been a part of. Oh, really? Please do tell. Yeah. Uh, oh, now I got to go. You keep talking. I'll Google that. All right. But. Look, I'm not I, I I'm not a fan of Glaber. I think I've made that pretty clear. 
Um, I thought he was a candidate to be traded uh, this July during the trade deadline, but he's still here. And and I feel like he just, he's not a very smart baseball player. I feel like you're always going to see something he does that is just boneheaded, whether it's watching a ball go by that's right over the plate or, you know, a mental error like he did the other night against the Mets where he's watching the guy on third base crawl back to third base. And instead he decides I'm going to chase the guy at second base and let the run score because that makes sense. Um, that's just, I, I just don't understand his thinking at times. Um, his bat. Yes. I know he goes in hot streaks. I know he hits, he's hitting a lot of singles and doubles as he steps up to the plate right now in this game that I'm watching. Um, but I just don't, when he is put in a situation where the game's on the line or there's an important moment, he's not the guy. And I, no. and I don't think he's going to be the guy. And everybody can say, well, they messed him up when they moved him to shortstop. Stop it now. It's a full year. He's played second base now. Like They got DJ simply for him to, to be comfortable at second base. And, and I, don't think, I don't think Glaber is the future anymore, and I think it's time for him to make some moves elsewhere. Now, granted, what he does in the regular season, could he come up big in the playoffs? That's all that really counts. We know this. Right. So. Right. That's same, why we hold the out. Same hope. situation with Stanton. Everybody was angry with him. He comes. He's the only guy who showed up for the last two uh, series against Houston. But I just don't see Glaber as that guy because I think he's too cocky of an individual that he thinks the talent he has is what's going to get him to the point where he feels like he should be. Do you think he's one of those guys who thinks he can just throw his glove on the field? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. No, I understand. All right. Uh, speaking of Glaber, so so that trade. Uh, so the Yankees were known to be targeting Pablo Lopez prior to the deadline from the Marlins okay. and reports suggested that Glaber Torres was involved in the talks between New York and Miami. One trade proposed by the Marlins would have seen Lopez and Miguel Rojas head to New York in exchange for Torres and Oswald Peraza. There you go. This was reported by Ken Rosenthal, mm. but the Yankees rejected the offer. Okay. Look, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he'll be on this team next year. I think it's too late at this point. Maybe that's a trade that fell through. That That's the reason we got rid of Montgomery. He was... I guess the flexible piece at that point. And I, yeah. I had a feeling it was something like that. But, you know, all the people out there, if you were fans of Glaber Torres and you want to, you know, prove me wrong, of course, I'd love for him to prove me wrong because he's our guy. But I just don't see him as the guy in the future. And I, I think deep down, I think the team sees that. And I think if Cabrera continues to play like he's playing, I think he's a second base candidate. Um, I know there's a lot that they have. Well, you just watch. He just watched strike three, as I said this, go right down the middle of the plate. Like, it, it, it sorry. I, <laughs> why? Two outs. Swing. Swing. Do something. And then just struts back, throws his thing off his arm. I, I just, I don't know. I don't Were know. Were there men on base? Yes. Aaron Judge. Scoring position? No. Judge was on first oh. base, though. Okay. How did Judge get on? He walked. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's, yeah, that's why it wasn't a big deal. All right. <laughs> um. Well, speaking of the future, the 2023 Major League Baseball schedule was released earlier this week, and this would be a great time before we talk about that schedule. When you want to get tickets to a game, you should consider the SeatGeek app. Mm. SeatGeek is a proud supporter of the Chase for 28 podcast, and if you go to chasefor28.com slash SeatGeek and get the app and use our promo code ChaseFor28, the number 28. You will get $20 off your first purchase. Maybe consider doing that with some games here down the stretch in August and into September. Uh, if not, because we all know it's hard to get playoff tickets, get that SeatGeek app for next year. 
as we get ready to talk about the 2023 Major League Baseball schedule. And thank you to SeatGeek for supporting the Chase for 28. Ooh. All right, AJ, Ooh. for the first time ever, yeah. starting next year, all 30 teams will play each other. I love it. Here's the breakdown. I love it. The Yankee schedule consists of 52 divisional games, 64 intra-league games, and 46 inter-league games. In addition, every team will play on opening day, which is March 30th. Every team will play on Jackie Robinson Day, April 15th. Every team will play on Lou Gehrig Day, June 2nd. Uh, well, no, hold on. July 4th. Oh, there we go. Sorry. Lou Gehrig, Lou Gehrig Day is June 2nd. Mm-hmm. Every team will play on July 4th. Every team will play on Roberto Clemente Day, September 15th. Beautiful. And everybody will play their 162nd game on October 1st. I don't like that not everybody's playing on Memorial Day. Isn't that a problem we had this year? Like that Monday that no, the Yankees weren't Well, the weren't problem playing. was the Yankees weren't playing right. on Memorial Day. So then they better But they're going to play on the 4th of July. That's fine. They're going to play Good. on Lou Gehrig Day. Wonderful. They're playing on Roberto Clemente Day in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's awesome. That's a little highlight there I for like you. like that. Good job. But here's where the schedule makers, maybe they have a little fun mm-hmm. with the world. With the world. With the world. Go ahead. The Yankees open their season on March 30th <laughs> with a three. March 30th is a Thursday. Right then, they're off on Friday. They're off on Friday, and then they got Always. Friday. Yep. Right, Saturday, Saturday Friday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Yes, yes. the The Yankees opening series is against the San Francisco mm-hmm. Giants, <laughs> and I sent this to you, you because people on Twitter are, are funny. immediately talking yeah. about how it's clever. wow, it's clever. No matter what happens, Aaron Judge will play opening day in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Maybe, but he doesn't go to San Francisco. Like, look, I, I think we're pretty clear. The guy's not going anywhere. <laughs> I think I think the Yankees are just waiting for him to uh, accept the next They're, offer they throw his way. Folks, have no fear. The printing presses are hard at work all this season. With every home run he hits, the Yankee printing press cranks out a, mm. another percentage of that check. Oh, yeah. Um but I, I do I do like the schedule. I think it's I think it's great that they get to do this. You know, I don't know why it's taking so long. Like it works in every other sport. Every I know football is different. They have their setup, but like basketball does it. Hockey does it like, and they still have like great rivalries. This is going to actually make baseball a little more exciting. You know, as we look at the different teams that we've never seen before. Like I love well, that, that we gonna, don't see consistently. Oh yeah. Like I love the fact that we're going to see uh, a yearly series against the, the Cardinals, the Cubs. I love that. I love the Dodgers. That. I don't care about the Dodgers. Well, I meant to, you know, no, I know <laughs> you're, 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 you're right. But those, those teams that we don't usually see the Yankees play. It's very the exciting. The Brewers. That's actually exciting to me. Yeah. Like, when was the last time we saw the Yankees play the Brewers? Honestly. That's true. That's true. Uh, so real quick, a couple little nuggets about this. So the new format means the Yankees will face each of their American League East rivals 13 times. So we're going from 19 times to 13, which a lot. <laughs> is a lot. But now we've magnified those 13 right. games and their importance. Right. Okay. Um, I'll include a link in the show notes to their full regular season schedule. Obviously the times don't mean anything. Uh, some highlights in this particular article from sports illustrated, um, May 26th to the 28th, they host the Padres, the, uh, Fernando Tatis jr. Led Padres. He should be back from his really? 80 game suspension yeah. at that point. Really? And he should be recovered from shoulder surgery mm-hmm. June 2nd through the 4th at Los Angeles. Okay. The real LA, not the Angels. They're playing the Dodgers oh, in LA. Got it. Which means it's been a long time since the Dodgers have come to Yankee Stadium. Yes. 
It seems that the Yankees continually play in LA. They're always going to the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, that actually falls on Lou Gehrig Day. Oh. So they will play on the road on Lou Gehrig Day. Okay. Hello, schedule makers. That's not, doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Uh, June 9th to the 11th will be the first time they play the Red Sox. And wow. that'll be at Yankee Stadium. It's late. But don't worry. They then will play in Boston June 16th to the 18th the following week. Sweet. So you get a bunch of games right there right away. Wonderful. Uh, Subway Series. June 13th and 14th, and then July 25th and 26th. Oh, two times, huh? Yes. Uh, now, hold August 3rd to the 6th, they play Houston, and then they will be they will host Houston for four games, and they will play September 1st through the 3rd at Houston. So that's seven games against the Astros. All right, real quick. I, I looked over the schedule. I'm sorry. I looked over the schedule. I didn't really study it because um, I had something in mind that I was looking for. Um, this is for the American League teams, for the intra league they're they're playing two series and then for the inter they're playing one except for the mets or, uh, or are they playing everybody twice let's see i'm just gonna look real quick yeah, so that's fine. atlanta on the road i know they have do atlanta, they play on the atlanta road. at home that's just what i'm looking for yeah, real yeah, quick. yeah i'm just wondering like why why are we now forcing two series against the mets when we're only allowing one series against everybody else in the national league kind of waters it down a little bit for me but that's okay you know what i'm saying you yeah. Oh, well. it's not a big deal. I, I don't have an answer for that. That's cool. Probably, it's probably part of that whole rivalry yeah. thing. It seems that I'll be going to Atlanta next year, though, just to give you the heads up now. Let's see. You're going to go there August 14th, 15th, and 16th? It's a good possibility that I will put my days in so I can have my uh, my North American baseball tour taking place with the family. Cool. Yeah, goes to Atlanta. Do you want to adopt? Uh, Sure. I tried to get to Seattle. We don't feel like Seattle is the right time right now with a four-year-old, so... Uh, that plane ride is never the right time for like most human beings no, at no, any maybe age. When she gets a little older, though, the boys are ready. The boys are ready. The but boy, we're going to family vacation. The, we need till little... you put them on the plane. I, hey, look, we're on a Yankee. <laughs> game. That's true. So you're going to go to San Francisco so they can see their favorite. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we'll we'll see them on March 30th. There you go. <laughs> All right, real quick. Who's hot? Who's not? I say Judge oh, is hot. I'm hot. good. Then this is this week. Judge is hot. Really Five good. games. Yeah. He's seven for his last 19. Batting 368, two homers, four RBIs, two stolen bases. Uh, ben Intendi, five games, 10 for his last 19, 526, two doubles, a homer, six RBIs. And then for a pitcher, I picked Johnny Lasagna. Ooh. Two games, mm. inning in two thirds, okay. picked up a save. Yeah. He's only given up a hit, a run, a walk, one strikeout, 167 batting average against. Yeah, so, I saw some numbers. That's good. I saw his numbers. Like his ERA is like a two right now since a. Uh, since his first outing where he like totally wet the bed. So we'll give it to him. Yes. All right. Uh, coming up, obviously the Yankees are playing. Who are they playing? They're on the West Coast. They're playing Oakland. Then they go to the Oakland. Angels. Then they're going to play the Angels August 29th to the 31st. And then they are at Tampa Bay. Mm, huge. And based on our profession, it pains me to say September 2nd through the 4th. Yeah, right. Of course. Because it's right around the right corner. There. Oh, right there. All right. So that's their upcoming schedule. A, uh, A's, A's, Halos, and, yep. and, Rays. and Rays. Okay. All right. Down on the farm, AJ. You, Let's go on down love, the farm here real the quick. Love the farm, man. Love the farm. Loving the farm. Want to highlight some players here. Clark Schmidt. He's not on the farm. He's here. Well, <laughs> before coming here, he had pitched three games, had a 2.30 ERA uh, in his last 15 and two-thirds innings, nine hits, two walks, 21 strikeouts. It's pretty nasty. Pretty nasty. Yep. Uh, I would talk about the closer they brought up, who was pitching phenomenally until he got shelled and gave a yeah, bunch of runs last night. Of course, Oakland, as soon so we're not going to talk that. about him. 
I sent that picture to you, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm not seeing a lot of people say how much he kind of quick at quick glance resembles Nestor Cortez. Uh, get the mustache. A little bit. Yeah, it's the mustache. Uh, Oswald Peraza, who did not get traded uh, at AAA this year through 46 games. Here's his slash line. 323, 383, 564, 12 home runs, nine doubles, 18 stolen bases. But for some reason, they don't like him. Like, I don't understand it. And I'm just going to let it go. Won't trade him, but also won't bring him up. No, yeah. It's a service clock thing, I'm assuming. Probably. Anthony Volpe. Your boy. Jesus himself. 73 games. <laughs> Here's his slash line. 284, 377, 521. 13 home runs, a triple, 26 doubles. And again, I know you don't believe this. 26 stolen bases. That's crazy. Can they please can move run. this guy up to AAA? I don't understand why what, what he's doing in AA. Like, you want to see the real thing. Move the guy up. I know, right? Get him a little closer. Yeah. Uh, new acquisition, also at AA, Clayton Beater. In three games with Somerset, he's got a 0.00 ERA through seven and a third innings pitched. He's only given up two, hit, two hits, walked four, and struck out 11. It's like Joey Gallo's numbers. Two hits, four walks, and 11 Ks. <laughs> but he's a pitcher, so oh, it works. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and here's an intro. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I saw this I'll, one. Let me do the summer. Uh, hold on. Jason Dominguez first. Oh, your boy. Uh, a-, a ball, 17 games. Rookie ball. Jason Dominguez rookie still ball. playing rookie ball. Here's his slash line. Three. Tw- he's at high. He's at Hudson Valley. Great. Okay. He's closer to Canada than you and me. It's not that, 17 it's not games. That far from here, actually. Sorry. But he's closer. He 323, 463, 532. Two homers, two triples, three doubles, 10 stolen bases. Against 18 year olds. Good job, Jason. Okay. Now, sorry. here's the fun story. Go ahead. <laughs> Matt Sauer? Yeah. I'm going to assume that's how you I say it. Matt so. Sauer? Sauer, yeah. Double A pitcher for the Yankees. Right-handed pitcher. Here we go. Sauer strung together one of the Miners' best pitching performances in years on Thursday night. He struck out 17 batters in eight innings against Double A New Hampshire. He allowed only two hits and one run. Perhaps the most impressive stat is that he racked up all those strikeouts in just 95 pitches, thanks to an exceptional 78% strike percentage. Sauer became the first full-season minor leaguer to strike out 17 batters in a game since, you know it, Phil Pfeiffer did so in July of 2019 with the now-defunct Florida Fire Frogs. Ooh, the Fire Frogs. great name. Yeah, like that. (laughs) Um, No other major or minor... Full season pitcher has struck out more than 14 in a game this year. All right, bring him up. So <laughs> bring, <laughs> bring him up, Matt Sauer. He's pitching on Sunday for the Yankees. No. <laughs> All these guys are doing big things in double A. <laughs> double A team was That's be what on I noticed. Fire, you read, man. Double A, they're winning. Yep. Triple A, Scranton, they're just winning games. They're crushing their opponents. And the Yankees, just like, what do we do? Like, call them up. No, you can't call Go. them up. You just got to keep calling up Andujar and Florial and putting them up and down Andujar. and up and down. and. I don't get it. And Duhar, he's like a screw in the aisle at Home Depot. They just keep turning him. Anyway. He'll be gone. He'll be gone. All right. AJ, hey, Yankee trivia. Yes. Refresh us. What was the question right. so I can embarrass myself? I, I'm very curious because usually we do this before um, we start recording. I, you didn't give me an answer this time. I'm very curious where you're going with it. The question is, which Yankee, and I'll give you a little hint here because I didn't give it to you the first time. So which Yankee legend? Collected at least 170 RBIs in three different seasons. Well, once you said that number, I did not think it was going to be a general run of the mill. Oh, this guy happened to play for the Yankees at some point. 
and three times he got 170 so plus RBIs. Legends get 170 RBIs in a season. They do. So instantly in my mind, I went to two players. Ooh. Went to two players. Okay. And my guess is going to be Joe DiMaggio. Oh, that's a wonderful guess. My other that I narrowed it down to mm-hmm. was Mickey Mantle instantly in my mind. Wonderful guess as well. But but what? But I'm, I'm clearly I have to be wrong if it's not Joe DiMaggio. Oh, is that, is that your is that your choice? Is DiMaggio DiMaggio your choice? is my answer. Final answer. Okay. Go. That is not the answer. Okay. Neither of those two gentlemen were the were the multiple choice options that I was given when I had this question uh, on a trivia game that I play. Uh, do you want the multiple choice or do you want to just go with the answer? Uh, give me give me the multiple choice. Multiple choice. Maybe that'll help the listener. Okay. Babe Ruth. <laughs> Everybody okay. goes Babe Ruth, right? Don Mattingly. Uh-huh. Lou Gehrig. I'm going to say Lou Gehrig, Ben. The answer is Lou Gehrig, yeah. Okay. So maybe that was a little easy on my part when I had the, the multiple choice like that, but 170 RBI. Do you say RBI or RBIs? What do you say? RBIs because they're plural? Oh, I say RBI. Or ribbies? No, don't say I hate that. Ugh. Ribbies. Don't say ribbies. Ribbies. No. I still think it's RBI. Like it's runs batted in. So it's RBI. Runs batted in. Why is it RBIs? Is it runs batted in? Ribbies. Don't say ribbies. <laughs> Sounds like no. I don't know. It's an argument that I still have to my Ribeyes. No. Steaks out there. Go get those steaks. Ducks in a pond, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, well, this was a uh, a fun episode. Glad to have you back on the show. Glad to be back. Just to give you the update before we uh, start doing our little thing here. Yankees sure. are in the bottom of the second inning. Cole was pitching a no hitter through two, through one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the first, it's the first batter of the second <laughs> inning. Um, okay, Yankees have a couple of hits, just hit into a double play. So, <sighs> do you yeah. think that any sexual acts are going to take place in Oakland I'm this sorry? weekend while the Yankees are in town? I'm sorry. Do you not read the news? No, I didn't read this in the news. This was all over social media. Apparently, there was. I, some I have not been on social media. Up in the upper deck in the Oakland oh, Coliseum. I see that. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and then there was increased security all in the empty upper deck. I, I did see that. I did. They're investigating it. What are you going to investigate? Oh, yeah, I got to watch this again. <laughs> what are you going to investigate? Apparently, they were polishing a knob oh, in the upper deck gosh. and left. Oh, my gosh. Must have been really, it must have been a really exciting game. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Exciting. That's Hello. It's wonderful. Just you certainly that, got a rise out of that. Him. Just goes to show how empty the stadium is. <laughs> All rise. Here comes the. Ju- <laughs> well, All right, everybody. Well, if you have opinions, just like we do, we want to hear from you. You can email us feedback at chasefor28.com. You can. Let us know your thoughts on Twitter. We are at Chase for 28 pod and you can send us a voicemail chase for 28.com slash voicemail. And we want to thank you for listening. The next episode is going to come your way on September 3rd, 2022. Get your feedback to us by September 2nd at 5 PM. Marv, where are you? Send us a voicemail. Come on, Marv. And anybody in the Facebook group. Let's go. Yeah, Wake up. Chasefor28.com slash Facebook. Join us. Please. AJ? Yes. How can people support the show? Yeah, I haven't done this in a while, but y'all know what to do. Right? First of all, tell a fellow Yankee fan about this podcast. Get them on Facebook. Get them on Twitter. Let them know that we're out there. Podcast coming out every week. Chris makes sure of it. Uh, you can also become a legend by visiting Chasefor28.com slash legend. Go get your merch. Chasefor28.com slash merch. We got t-shirts, beer koozies, anything you want. We got it for you. Chris is coming up with some great ideas. So uh, we'll get your merch. 
And of course, as Chris mentioned earlier, go get that SeatGeek app. Check out chase28.com slash SeatGeek. Use the promo code Chaser28 at your checkout and get $20 off your first purchase of any tickets. It doesn't have to be just Yankees, but of course, you want it to be Yankees. $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Really easy to use. Great app. Got to be honest with you. Nice. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of the show. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Let's go, Yanks.